Welcome to the Midweeks. This is Pastor Rob. Let's finish off chapter 9 of Romans today. So we've been looking at chapter 9 so far, and chapter 9 begins with this lament over um, the lostness of uh, first century Israelites who were not coming to faith in Christ, even at the preaching of the apostles' message, the gospel of Jesus. And Paul is defending the word of God by saying, you know, God's word isn't being uh, thwarted through this. God's actually fulfilling his word. And so last time we talked together, we talked about how God was fulfilling his desire to create uh, vessels of mercy, a people who are uh, saved by mercy, both out of Jews and Gentiles. And then he quotes these three scriptures um, one, talking about how God is going to make a people out of a people who aren't his people, meaning the Gentiles are going to come in and become his people, as well as he's going to keep a remnant out of Israel to be his people, even though there's uh, a lot of apostasy. So let's start in verse 30 of chapter 9 and see where we are. Paul says, What then shall we say? that Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained it, that is, a righteousness that is by faith, but that Israel, who pursued a light righteousness, sorry, pursued a law that would lead to righteousness, did not succeed in reaching that law. Why? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as if it were based on works. They have stumbled over the stumbling stone. As it is written, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. And whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. All right, I, I understand that this ends a section of scripture. And I think there's a couple reasons why Paul uh, almost changes gears a little bit here. So for a long time, he's been talking about um, things from God's perspective. He's been talking about fulfilling God's word, and most of the attention has been paid to God's activity. He hasn't been talking a lot about what excuse me, people have been doing. He's been talking about what God does to fulfill his word. Now he changes gears. And we kind of know he's changing gears because he asks another one of these rhetorical questions or questions that indicates that he's going to change the subject. He says, what shall we say then? So based on everything that's been said so far, what kind of conclusion should we draw? And he wants to bring it back to the beginning, saying there's a lot of Israelites not coming in. And he wants to also uh, leapfrog off of what he said, that a lot of Gentiles have come in to be vessels of mercy that see God's wrath displayed against vessels of wrath and uh, are joined in one people who worship God because of it. And so he is going to bring these together and he's going to ask this question, or he's going to say, how should we respond to this? And this is an understanding he wants um, his readers to have, that the Gentiles have gained a righteousness that is by faith, and the Israelites, many of them, not all of them, but many of them, have failed to attain righteousness because they thought they could attain it just by pursuing the law and not by faith. And so he introduces this idea of a stumbling stone, a God-given stumbling stone, and he quotes um, scripture where God says, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. And so in one sense, this is the stumbling stone, the idea that, that you can be completely right with God just by human works of the law. This is the stumbling stone. I can do it on my own. And alternatively, he says, instead, if you believe in him, you will not be put to shame. So that's, uh, Paul sees in that sentence there, the preaching of the gospel of justification by faith. If you believe in him, 
um, you don't stumble over the stumbling stone. You're not put to shame. And so he's drawing together his argument so far and, and retooling it to look more about human activity, okay? So there's a divine perspective, there's a human perspective, and he's bringing now things back to more of a human perspective. Why are things the way they are right now in the first century? Why are tons of Gentiles coming in, but not a lot of Israelites coming in? He, he wants to say there's a stumbling stone that God has placed into Zion, which is another word for Jerusalem, or I'm, I'm sure this stands figuratively for the Jewish people of the first century. And it's an offense, the idea that you can't be righteous by works of the law alone, but you can be given the gift of righteousness by faith. And the Gentiles are coming in in droves because they're receiving this message of becoming righteous with God through faith. And they're not stumbling over um, thinking that by adhering to the law or to a law, they can gain righteousness. And so this is an important uh, transition in these three chapters. We're looking at Romans 9 through the end of chapter 11. And what I've been saying is that Paul wants to, number one, keep our confidence in God by defending the trustworthiness of God's word. Uh, Number two, he wants to explain that a partial hardening has come upon the Israelites while the number of the Gentiles come in. And then after this time period, um, there's going to be a a move of, of belief among the Israelites. And then everyone's going to be in or large portions of them. And then three, he wants to uh, praise God and just exalt God over humanity, exalt God over um, the history of the world, and just praise God as one who's beyond criticism, beyond understanding, though he can reveal uh, enough so that we can understand he's not subject to our criticisms and understanding, and that to bring us to a point of praise. And so here he's beginning to um, describe what that partial hardening looks like in human history. There's this stumbling stone, which is that we need to be right with God by faith in his son, Jesus, and not by works of the law. And so there's uh, people stumbling over that in the first century, and Paul's beginning to take this to more of a human perspective. So that is that portion of scripture, and it wraps up chapter 9 together. And we can look forward to, in the next chapter here, seeing a more human perspective perspective over how it works, being justified by righteousness, by faith, instead of works of the law. And uh, this is really important because one of the tendency of all of human history is to want to become works of the law's doers in, to order, in order to be righteous in God's sight, in order to be close to God, in order to be accepted by God. And Christians do this, the, you know, in Galatians, even they were getting ready to get circumcised, even though they'd come to Christ specifically by faith. Um, and, by the, and the gift of the Spirit was there as a testimony that they'd been fully accepted. There's this tendency in the human heart to not want to depend wholly just by faith in Jesus Christ and let a life of love and holiness flow out of a life of just faith in God's goodness through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he's explaining here specifically, you know, as God is ruling over the world, as God is fulfilling his plans, uh, these plans come about through being 
a person who has faith in Jesus Christ and not stumbling over the stone of offense, which is that our works of the law can't do it. So, Christian, I just want to encourage you to hear these words. Um, It is about faith in Jesus. This is the way. This is the only way. This is the whole way. And let's not stumble over anything that where we kind of trick ourselves into thinking it is by a work of the law that we have righteousness with God. Be blessed and have a great weekend. Thank you.